Hello, thank you for joining LTC DON Chat, a podcast brought to you by the American Association of Post-Acute Care Nursing, APACN. I'm your host, Amy Stewart, Vice President of Education and Certification Strategy for APACN, and I'm here today with Alexis Rome, APACN Curriculum Development Specialist, to discuss nurse incivility and what the Director of Nursing can do to stop this trend in behavior among nursing staff. Welcome, Alexis. Hi, Amy. Thanks for having me. Alexis, what does the term nurse incivility mean? And what are some examples you can share with listeners? Sure. Let's start with incivility. It's the social behavior that shows a disregard toward others. Now, when nurses and CNAs engage in uncivil behavior, we commonly call it nurses eating their young. What a nasty term that is, right? But it's become this cultural norm that new nurses and CNAs must go through this hazing to join the ranks and be seen as a good nurse or a good CNA, you know, whatever good is. But the incivility isn't limited to new people. We see it in peer relationships too. It can look like ignoring the person at breaks or making snide and condescending remarks, gossip and rumor spreading and refusing to help them or withholding information and fault finding. I've got two accounts that I'd like to share that I think are really powerful examples of what incivility looks like. The first is from a CNA and she told me, I felt like I was getting picked on and singled out just because I wasn't part of the group. It was like being the new kid at school. Nobody sat with me at lunch or cared how I was doing. They rolled their eyes at me and made rude comments when I asked questions. The second account is from a night charge nurse. And she told me, the day charge nurse decided she didn't like me and found every single thing I messed up. Instead of telling me about it, she reported it to the DNS. Never once did she offer to help me and the DNS never called her on it. Oh, Alexis, unfortunately, too many of us can relate to examples you shared. But what are the effects of this type of behavior on the individual, but also on the organization? Yeah, you know, in so much of what I read about incivility and then my own experiences as a CNA and nurse, the term insidious is used. And I think that it's spot on because, you know, for so long, the culture of nursing has accepted that nurses just do this, that we just eat our young and that's the way it is. But behind accepting this behavior, it causes so much harm and that's why it's insidious. You know, I think of it like this horrible secret is uncovered when you pull back the curtain and see what it's actually doing to individuals and to an organization. You know, why would any nurse want to come to work every day and feel unsupported or disliked and ostracized? This is one of the most difficult times to be a caregiver, you know, especially in a sniff right now. So to add on to the stress that's already present because of how demanding the job is, it just isn't worth it. Incivility is one reason why so many new nurses leave the profession a few years after starting. And those that decide to stay in will likely leave to find a better work environment. So the organization has high turnover, which we know hurts the quality of care and results in higher cost. But think what it does at the individual resident level. And this is just awful. But if a nurse withholds information or doesn't help another nurse, 
that can have really detrimental effects for the resident that is depending upon a team working to care for them. Given this behavior seems to be part of the accepted norm or culture of nursing, what can a DNS do to combat it? The first thing the DNS can do is make a decision that nurses eating their young is no longer okay, that incivility should not be part of the way nurses and CNAs treat each other. Once the DNS makes that decision and then really commits to it, then they need to start modeling the professional behavior they expect to see so that staff have an example to follow. Leaders influence others' behavior, and the DNS will need to be very persuasive as a leader to shift this culture. It's not something that's going to happen overnight. The next thing will be to start having conversations that seek to understand what nurses and CNAs need to change their behavior. You know, it may sound ridiculous, but because it's been the norm for so long and viewed as the way to make sure nurses and CNAs are good, they don't realize how what they are doing is actually hurting rather than helping. But I think once they realize this, then the DNS can help them by sharing a new perspective as to how they can be a mentor rather than an adversary or a teammate rather than a guard. All of us can always benefit from improving our ability to communicate too, especially things like conflict resolution. So this type of training could be very helpful to overcome incivility. Alexis, as you were talking, I was thinking that this type of behavior has gone on for so long. And the director of nursing is really instrumental in stopping this type of behavior and, like you said, modeling the professional behavior they want to see in others. So great information. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners? Yeah, if the DNS wants to learn more about this, I wrote an article that provides more information on how to stop incivility. I'd also recommend watching TED Talks on incivility, reading some books on conflict management too. APACN also offers a number of articles and a really nice set of tools focused on creating a welcoming onboarding experience for new hires so they can assimilate into the culture rather than feel like they are the outsider who doesn't belong. It's great information. Thank you for joining me today, Alexis. Thanks for having me. Listeners, thank you for joining us today. For more resources and tools for nurse leaders, please visit our website at www.aapacn.org. To ensure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the LTC DON Chat Podcast. Heard the news about how you can improve quality care and increase efficiency with Ability? Ability offers a range of applications to simplify the complexity of healthcare allowing organizations of all types and sizes to spend more time on care and less time manually collecting, analyzing, and reporting data. This allows you to remain in compliance while making data-driven decisions that benefit residents. With Ability, your facility can improve resident outcomes, optimize reporting data, enhance reimbursements, and much, much more. Discover what Ability has to offer at abilitynetwork.com slash apacin.